Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. My good friend Jeff Courier joins us. Global News Radio 680 CJOB in Winnipeg, as I keep saying, because he is. He's one of the best in the country. What the hell is going on, Jeff? <laughs> well, it, it, Brian Pallister and Justin Trudeau are not, you know, even if we could lift the restrictions and have people from outside your household dining together, I don't think these two are going to do it anytime soon. They, they haven't been no. that close. No, so so were you expecting uh, the, the Premier uh, to go ahead and do what he did? Uh, no, this was a bit of a surprise, although... Uh, you know, there, there are a couple of different angles to this, right? One is the health aspect, and, and this, we should tackle that first, maybe, that this uh, a company in Alberta called Providence Therapeutics is working on a vaccine, which is, they say, similar to both the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine. Now, it, it hasn't been, they're going through trials now, it hasn't been approved. Best case scenario, it will be approved and manufactured here in Manitoba in about a year. By that time, it's assumed or it's hoped that we'll all have had our vaccines. But Premier Pallister, I think like Premier Mo, who you've talked to, and I think you're, you're probably going to get the same thing from Premier Kenny tomorrow, that there's a lot of skepticism out there, and I think it's justifiably so, that the federal government has not delivered so far, and there's some there's some skepticism out there that it's going to be able to deliver the goods. And so, okay, let's go in on our own. We'll go get a vaccine. If it turns out we don't need it, great. If we have doses, we can either sell them overseas or give them to countries that need it. But we know this isn't going to be the last pandemic. I mean, Canada got caught with its pants down this time because we weren't able to manufacture our vaccines. And this goes back to successive Canadian governments that have allowed our capacity to manufacture our own vaccines lapse. And so this is at least maybe one step in correcting that. So that's the health aspect of it. The political aspect of it is that, that Pallister's ratings are really poor right now. They were extremely strong. Uh, he was elected last year in, a, in one of the largest majorities uh, in Manitoba history. His first election was the largest majority in Manitoba history. But since then, his approval ratings during this pandemic have really gone in the tank, a lot like Jason Kenney's in Alberta. He needs a win politically and this gives him potentially this gives him one because he's saying look we're taking action we're being bold we're going to get this thing done on our own uh, never mind the federal government so i think that that's this is a political win if it pans out if this if this vaccine gets approved is this what your callers are telling you yes the the day it was announced the the response that i got was overwhelmingly positive and so I, I think people are saying, great, it's about time. Uh, there's a, a lack of confidence in the federal government's ability to deliver on its promises, even though, uh, as you heard in that clip, the prime minister is assuring us that we'll all be able to get a vaccine by September. But I think up till now, the, the feds have not delivered the goods. And so, yeah, this was, this was really well received by my audience. Yeah, and you know, the Angus Reid Institute uh, released a poll, I think it was yesterday or the day before, which shows that uh, most Canadians really consider the uh, the uh, national vaccine rollout relative to other nations to be a, quote, failure. And the BBC ran a story which indicates that in Canada, it's three out of 100 have received the vaccine. I didn't even think it was that high. 
And in uh, in the U.S. it's 14, and in the U.K. it's 21. So Mr. Trudeau has a lot of ground to make up. And as you know, Providence says it's been approached by other provinces and has communicated with the federal government, but there's been no response from Trudeau. So this is uh, this is really, it's almost a game of vaccine chicken, I think. Yeah, it becomes it becomes politicized when when and sure of course does. it shouldn't. This is our health, right? This is it our is. health. So it's become a heavily politicized kind of issue now in Canada, and the opposition is making a lot of hate, uh, putting the boots to the feds, and the federal government. Our confidence in the federal government has declined, and all the polling will tell us that. And Pallister's approval rating here, as we said uh, earlier, was really poor. It's not as though he's handled the, the pandemic. In significantly worse than a lot of other provinces, but but Premier Pallister's personal style really rubs a lot of people the wrong way. He can be very prickly, and he just he's not the kind of guy that you warm up to, and so that may have as much to do with it as the actual nuts and bolts performance. Jeff, how's the reopening of Manitoba going? Well, it just started on Friday. We were in the what we call the code red restrictions, very restrictive for a couple of months. And on Friday, uh, our chief medical officer, uh, whose name is Brent Rusin, who's done really done a remarkable job here uh, overall, said, "Okay, we're going to loosen some restrictions, so you can now open restaurants, for example, but only to twenty five percent capacity, and you can go up to dinner, but it's only with people in your own household." So. We're really kind of just dipping a toe in the reopening water. Um, we can go into any stores and buy anything we want now, so they've lifted the restrictions on the, the so-called essential goods. That that was problematic, not just here, but I think everywhere else, to try to decide what's an essential service and what's not. And there's a certain arbitrary quality to that. You know, some decisions have to be made. Uh, there's still a lot of frustration that uh, kids' sports are not on the go and uh, gyms, you can only go in 25% and you can't use the change rooms or the showers or any of that sort of stuff. So we're being very, very cautious because last summer we went down, we were down to one active case in the entire province during last August. And then so we, we lift the restrictions in the fall and we wind ourselves, wind ourselves up back in a pretty serious wave here. And so they don't want to repeat that mistake. So they're being very, very cautious. And we have about 40 seconds here. Do, uh, do the majority of Manitobans support the lockdown efforts, or have the, the majority of people been chomping at the bit? Yeah, the, the majority do. There's, there's a, a vocal minority, and, and they are vocal, and they, you know, they've got a case to be made. Most Manitobans, I think, have said, look, we've got to do this. We, you know, they've kind of bought into the we're in this together kind of thing. Even, but, but as time has gone on, the COVID fatigue has set in, and more and more people have said, look, our numbers are getting good. Time for us to get back to real life here. But that's, uh, but, but I think there's still a lot of caution there. I think a lot of Manitobans are still saying, okay, let's, let's not get too hasty about this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.